Shalom, brothers and sisters. This is Dr. William Smevlin coming to you from With One Accord Ministries with uh, what is more or less an emergency uh, prayer alert update um, concerning things that have happened in the last day that were not uh, foreseen. And I want to open up with a scripture because this is going to be some kind of dark material we're going to get into. In Ephesians 5, we have in verse 11, the apostle tells us, Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done in secret. But all the things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. For whatsoever doth make manifest is the light. So, what I want to talk about is the fact that um, the Ruach HaKodesh has really troubled me about the news that um, the retired Pope Benedict passed away yesterday uh, at the age of 95. And that in and of itself is not particularly remarkable. But there's a confluence of things that are going on, which I believe we need to be alert to as intercessors. Now, first of all, we need to talk kind of some background here about the Vatican, because I know most of the people that follow this channel or follow our ministry understand we we believe and we teach that the the whole Roman Catholic Vatican system is false. It is it is basically a cult, uh, probably the oldest cult, and um, it's not scriptural. But even those people that know that. Many of them do not understand the depths that are going on of evil within uh, the Vatican. Now, let me say this right up front. The individual Catholic, they're good people. Many of them are very family-oriented. Many of them are devout. Uh, like with any church, there's going to be a few that aren't. But, you know... They're good people. And what I'm about to talk about is not about the average lay person, the average Catholic, whether here in America or anywhere else in the world. We are talking about the hierarchy. And recent events in the last 20 or 30 years have shown how really corrupt the hierarchy, and by that I mean the bishops and the cardinals and even the Pope, can be. So, this is not a new thing, though. This is something which has been going on for over a thousand years, at least, probably longer than that. So let me just give you a bit of background. The What has really made things worse, because for centuries the church was corrupt. There were, there were popes that were fathering illegitimate children. There was all kinds of evil with the Spanish Inquisition. Uh, many, many Bible believers, countless millions were murdered and tortured to death horribly by um, the Dominican order and by other, you know, like the Jesuits and so on. So horrible things have been done by the Vatican down through the centuries, particularly once the, you know, the Protestant Reformation took place. And then there, there was basically this centuries-long war between uh, the Lutherans and the, um, you know, the, the Calvinists and so on, on the one hand, in the Roman Church on the other. So all that being said, this really came to a boil, for whatever reason, 
1962, um, the, the ecclesiastical hierarchy of the church formally turned the Vatican over to Lucifer. They literally, they did a ritual in the Vatican that has been attested by multiple witnesses, including the former Jesuit priest, Father Malachi Martin, where they basically consecrated and enthroned the devil over Vatican City, Lucifer himself. And from that time on, the thing has just become, it's like been a tsunami of increasing awfulness, both doctrinally speaking, but also in terms of the behavior of the clergy and so on. So let's just get into this. Ever since then, most of the hierarchy, including the popes in the Vatican, are either Freemasons or Satanists or Rosicrucians or all three. Uh, obviously, that's not good. And most Catholics don't know this. They look at their leadership and they think, oh, isn't it nice? You know, it's not. It's corrupt to the core. Now, beyond that, it gets worse because according to literally multiple hundreds of witnesses slash survivors, there has been satanic rituals, satanic ritual abuse, and even blood drinking, murder of children, all of these abominable things going on underneath the Vatican in, in these, these catacombs that of course go all the way back to the time of the Roman Empire. So, you know, and this is, this is not something that's old and this is going on within most of your lifetimes. And it's probably been going on for centuries and just nobody dared talk about it because there was not the media that we have today and people were terrified, especially of the Jesuit order, which was basically an order of assassins that was sent out by uh, the Pope back, you know, 500 years ago or so. And now we have a Jesuit Pope, this Pope that's been around, I forget how many years now, Francis, he's a Jesuit, which is like putting the worst of both worlds together. So it, it is a spiritual quagmire of incredible corruption. So been going on in the Vatican that we know about for at least 75 years, probably longer. Um, additionally, there's an enormous amount of financial corruption in the Vatican. I mean, there was this whole banking, and I don't want to get into all of this. If you really want to drill down into this, we have a DVD, which is one of our best sellers. It's called um, Catholicism, the Church on Haunted Hill, and it's two and a half hours of really in-depth material on all these things I'm just sort of gliding over. So if you're really interested in knowing more about this, you know, please feel free to visit our website at withoneaccord.org and pick it up because it's an amazing, amazing video. So anyway, there, there's a lot of financial corruption. There has been involvement with the Vatican Bank with a huge, you know, collapse back in, I think it was the 80s. Um, the the guy who was supposedly God's banker, this Archbishop Marchinkus, was basically found out to be a, a thug and involved with the mafia and all kinds of stuff. And because the Vatican is enormously wealthy, I mean, I know they make it sound like they're not, but but they are. And and they've invested this money in all kinds of disreputable things. Again, I could I could spend an hour just talking about this, but it's not what I want to focus on. Just to understand 
the Vatican is basically a crime syndicate that's been going on for, well, probably well over a thousand years. And it's got its hooks deep into many things because, you know, the whole of Europe at one time was Catholic. And of course, Latin America is predominantly Catholic. So anyway, the other thing is, is that, you know, when um, Paul VI died, which was now many years ago, he was replaced by John Paul I, who by all accounts seemed to be a pretty nice guy, kind of a more of a naive person, a very spiritual person. And he began to discover what was going on. And he started to expose the stuff, especially about the banking and the financial skullduggery, and he was assassinated. He only lived for a month as Pope. And he didn't really have time to, you know, expose stuff. And there, there is a book, it's called In God's Name, I think it was by David Yallop, I'm using my memory here. But if you want to, again, get into that, go for it. So, you know, they aren't above killing their own Pope if they have to keep their power going. All right. According to many witnesses, many witnesses, the last three popes in particular, in other words, you know, John Paul II and um, Ratzinger, who is Benedict the something or other, I forget, and then, of course, the new Pope Francis, have all been implicated in child trafficking, child abuse, and possibly even satanic ritual abuse and blood drinking. So this is just a horror masquerading as a church. And in fact, it, not to make a pun, it is the great whore of Babylon. It's talked about in the book of Revelation. And, you know, I think everybody knows my understanding on that. So how does this relate to what happened yesterday? Well, again, as I said, it's not a particularly remarkable thing that a 95-year-old man would die. But when you consider the fact that, and, and again, we have a video on this, uh, it's called Something Else's New Year. The fact that what the secular world celebrates as New Year's is in fact a satanic ritual holiday that's sacred to the, the, the Titan god Kronos, also known as Saturn. And neither of them were particularly nice guys uh, in Greek or Roman mythologies. Kronos was the Greek, um, and a Saturn was the Roman version. And anyhow, it is significant because this is a night. Last, last yesterday and even today still is a time when, when Satanists do human sacrifice. And it's tempting. I mean, this is, this is speculative on my part, but it's, 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 um, interesting to speculate that his death may have had deeper significance when there's an old man passing away from years of, you know, whatever. So here's some possibilities. I just want to share these with you because the implications are somewhat serious. Okay, number one, this guy, Ratzinger, the Pope, who just died, was, by all accounts, a very high-level servant of the evil one. He was probably one of the most powerful, darkest, evil guys known to the general public. I mean, the, the actual highest levels of Satanism are people that you wouldn't know. You know, the names would not immediately have meaning to you. But this guy was very high level. And here's what happened. See, 
when when someone like that dies, and it's interesting that he died at the end of the year 2022. Why is that significant? Well, if you do the cult numerology on that, it adds up to six, two plus two plus two, because of course zero has no value. So it's a year that has the satanic symbol in it. As most of you would understand, this past year that we just finished was one heck of a year. I mean, it, it, it had a lot of really bad stuff happening between economic things and the, the COVID stuff and, you know, political stuff. I mean, it was just, a year from the pits of hell. That's why it's number six. And they, I, it may be that they wanted to culminate this year with a satanic sacrifice on this feast of Kronos. He needed some power to make 2023 worse than 2022. Just something to pray about. So in any event, all over the world, on the, these two or three days, people that are Satan's, Satanist, hardcore Satanists, are doing human sacrifices to bring in the new year and to give energy to Kronos. And if this, if this rat singer was in fact killed, whether, you know, by lethal injection or whatever it might be, it would be an enormous release of energy for these dark gods to feed upon. But beyond that, understand that the, um, this is going to be kind of bizarre to explain, but Satanism, and I used to be a Satanist, thankfully not very high up, but I was in it enough to understand. It's like the mob. It's like the mafia. You have the the big guy at the top, the capo di capo. Then you have the, the, the people under him, the various dons, so to speak. Well, it's the same way in Satanism. You've got, of course, the big guy is Lucifer, and then he, he's got his, his archdukes and his dukes under him. But in, on the physical level, these different high-level Satanists, like I'm assuming as Ratzinger was, are just full of demons. They're full of extremely powerful, high-level demonic spirits of, of incredible malignant darkness and power. Now, remember what we see in the gospel. When, when demons are either cast out by the power of Yeshua or when the person dies, they need to go somewhere else. They don't really want to go into pigs. That was just to teach a spiritual principle back in the gospels. But what normally happens, and this is, this is how this works. The person that kills the high level Satanist gets all of their demons. And I know we would think, oh my gosh, why would they want that? But this is how they work. Demons to them are their currency. They aren't interested so much in wealth because most of these people are wealthy beyond anybody's wildest dreams. But they want power and demons are where they get their power. So there could have been a, an idea here. Okay, maybe it was, you know, one of his pupils killed him just to get all of this power. That's one possibility. The other possibility, which is more disturbing, what I want you to pray about with me, is the fact that they could have used this sacrifice to unleash a huge torrent of evil power into the world, 
just generally. To, like I said, to make 2023 worse than 2022. Because here's the thing. Most of us that are watching these things, that are being watchers and prayer warriors, we can see that this whole thing is beginning to kind of unravel. I mean, more and more people are wising up to the jab and to that whole thing. And more and more people are wising up to the fact that there's something really corrupt going on and, and, and certainly in the American political system and in other political systems and other nations as well. So the evil guys don't want this to happen. They want to just unload a whole other dump truck of horrible demonic evil. And they need spiritual power to do that. And perhaps they needed to do something that kill this very high-level guy to unleash all of this energy, just like they... Well, I ain't going to get into that, but they like they did the same thing in 1963 when they assassinated President Kennedy. That was a, a satanic Masonic sacrifice, which, yeah, I'm willing, I'm going to do a video about that soon. I've been several articles in the past, but never a video. So anyhow, um, the point is we need to be armed and ready for this because it could be, and I don't mean to be a prophet of doom, but it could be that what was done yesterday was a sacrifice to this Kronos, who is a nasty evil, even by the standards of pagan religions. Because he, if you look at that, and I don't want to get into too much of it, but he actually, he was the father of what we now think of as the Greek gods. He was a titan, they called him. And he actually was fearful that his children would overtake him. And so he ate them. Isn't that just wonderful? Except one of, the, of his children, Zeus, used subterfuge and he ended up being able to stay alive and became the father of the lower pantheon of gods. So this is an extremely evil deity and he wants his energy. So number one, we need to pray against this dark spiritual energy. But first I want to encourage you. The vast majority of Catholics have no idea their church is like this. They think it's, I mean, a lot of them know it's kind of messed up because his current Pope, I mean, the guy is, he looks like he's a theological whack job. I mean, he really does. He just seems, you know, he's all over the place. You know, he's like a communist and a socialist. He seems to be, well, anyway, you get the point. But still, they think they're in the true church. They need to be prayed for they need to, and if you know Catholics, I mean, I have Catholic relatives. I was raised, I think you know, in the Catholic Church. Pray for these people. And I'm just going to lead you in a brief prayer for that. If you know, if you have family or neighbors, and I'm not going to get into more heavy warfare, but, but Father, I just would ask the people would agree with me in prayer, Father, that you would bless the Catholic people. Father, most of them are good people. They're trying their best, Abba, but they're being deceived. And, and you know this. And Father, we just ask you in Yeshua's mighty name, you would set them free from the lying and deceitful spirits of the Catholic Church. We especially come against the spirit of Nimrod, the spirit of Babylon, the false Jesus of the Eucharist, and all the other strong men, especially the anti-Messiah spirit that hold Catholic people in bondage. And Father, we also pray that you would break the power of the foul headship from these bishops and cardinals and the Pope, 
that are over these poor Catholic people. Father, we pray you would take the sword of the Spirit and the battle axe of the Almighty King of the Universe and just shatter those those headship bonds and give these precious people the insight to renounce those things before your throne and come to the real saving knowledge of Yeshua the Messiah. Thank you, Father. In Yeshua's name, Amen. And now I would just parenthetically put this in here. If you are a Catholic and you want to, you know, you, you want to get born again, we have a, a page on our website, how to get genuinely saved. Uh, there are just a few simple steps you need to do and you need to get out of the Catholic church and you need to renounce the spiritual headship, the spiritual authority of your parish priest and your bishop and, you know, whatever the hierarchy is involved over you, you would probably know that. Maybe there's a cardinal up there somewhere. And, of course, the Pope himself. Renounce that stuff in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach and declare that he, Yeshua, is your spiritual head. And pray that the Lord will lead you to a good church that is Bible-based. Okay, on to part two. We need to pray against the dark powers of Kronos and against whatever their plan is because we know it's, we know that it's going out there. And we just ask you, Father, right now in Yeshua's day that you would quicken the hearts and minds of the people watching this video, Father, and you would inflame their hearts with love for you, with zeal for your truth, and also that you would give them the full armor of Elohim, Father, you know, the, armor of light, the garment of light, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, all of these things, Father. Equip your people, Father, and help to waken them up because so many, I mean, there's millions of believers who name the name of Yeshua, Jesus, whatever, in this nation alone, but they're asleep at the switch. And we need to wake them up, Father. We pray that you would wake them up and, and turn them into a mighty army. Father, we pray that you would just breathe life into them in a new and powerful way and, and give them the sword of the Spirit and all the other offensive weapons, Father, to go forth and and come against these dark forces of Kronos or what other names they may have, Father. We just expose the darkness right now and we raise the standard of the cross and the blood and the stripes uh, and the resurrection power of Yeshua HaMashiach against this dark flood and we just pray that it would shatter into a thousand pieces and fall to the ground sterile and non-effective abba father we declare that 2023 is not going to be dark it's going to be a year when the light of messiah blazes forth stronger than ever in yeshua's name we declare that the church is going to wake up please father let it happen in yeshua's mighty name and finally, Father, we do pray for the truth in all these different groups. It's not just the Catholics, Father. There's so many false religions and, and even modern secular cults like the progressive movement and the woke stuff and all that. Let the lies be exposed. Father, shine the light of your truth upon these people. Because most of them are good-hearted people, whatever they're in. Let the light of Messiah shine on these things and expose the darkness and let the demons that are involved that are deceiving people scatter like cockroaches when you shine a light on them. Father, expose the lie. 
Let the, like it says in Ephesians 5, let the unfruitful darkness be exposed, the unfruitful works of darkness, and let more and more people come to the light of Christ. Thank you, Father. We know that your abilities to do these things are infinite. We know that the power of the devil is like that of a gnat compared to you. And we just glorify your name. We glorify the cross. We glorify your son, Yeshua HaMashiach. And we pray, Father, earnestly that you would just take authority over all this stuff. We give we give it to you and we declare this is beyond what we can do in our human selves but we know through messiah we can do all things and we just ask you to teach our our fingers to war and our hands how to do battle in this and let us take back this tide of darkness and throw it down and trample on it with the sandals of the gospel of peace and cut off its head with the sword of the spirit and cut it into a million pieces with the battle axe of the almighty Elohim. Thank you, Father. We praise you and we glorify you, and we pray that you would bless every person that's watching this video, whoever they may be. And Father, if they are a Catholic, bless them that they might get saved. Father, if they're into the dark forces of the occult or Satanism, we pray for them because we love them. The devil is the enemy. The, the people that are into the occult or witches or Satanists or whatever, they are not the enemy. They're just, they're just unfortunately, you know, pawns and dupes in the hands of the dark powers. And I used to be one, so I know whereof I speak. So please, Father, get these people saved, get them set free, and we just ask you, Father, to bless everybody that watches this video, that they would go forth in spirit and in power and do exploits. Do mighty works by the power of the cross and the stripes and the blood of Yeshua HaMashiach. In his name we pray, agreeing together. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Well, thank you, folks. Appreciate your listening. I pray you take this to heart because I think this could be kind of a turning point. And if the church and if you individually open yourselves up, to the real working and the anointing of the Holy Spirit, we can do mighty things in this coming year. So, hallelujah. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I pray this has been a blessing. I would ask you again that you would please subscribe and share, especially share this video because I think it's critically important. Anyway, pray for us. Please pray for, you know, the ministry that we have. And also please pray about supporting us with your tithes, and offerings, whatever, as you feel led by the Ruach, the Holy Spirit. And we have, you know, PayPal, and we have also um, this text to give. You can do it with your smartphone. The number is below. We give this to you, Father, and we ask that you would use it, my humble efforts, to glorify your name and to bring forth your kingdom. And we thank you, folks, for listening. And we, again, say in Yeshua's name, Shalom. Shalom.